0: hey 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 welcome everybody we are live on the side quest your favorite <laughs> zach wow yawning zach was, just sorry i wasn't high energy enough for that right away <laughs> it was, we used to be your favorite video natural game response. Mm. yeah um, whenever dally God.
1: just starts talking we all just
0: start.
1: <laughs> Freddy,
0: <laughs> all of our all of our listener uh yawn um hey how's it going everybody welcome to the side quest your favorite video game podcast where we talk about video games and stuff i'm dolly damofsky joining me Over there, JJ. Hi. Wow. In the the corner down there, Zach is back. Zach. And down below me, Taylor is back.
2: Ready to skip right to the and stuff section of the podcast. Let's go.
0: All right. I'm going to move us down here. Hey, you guys having a uh, a good time, a good day? A, good yeah, yeah. a
1: nice productive day. I've done, I did nothing but work and then come home and sleep. So.
0: That's, oh, uh, nice uh, sleep is good. <laughs> yeah, sleep yeah. is good. <clears throat> well, that's good. Uh, there has been a, a lot of fucking shit to talk about. Pardon my, pardon my, uh, pardon my English, but it's. Francois. It's been a day. Pardon my Francois. It has uh, been a day, and I'm gonna pull up the big news of the day, <clears throat> which is the Xbox. Uh, The Xbox effect, baby. Um, Essentially, um, uh, the news is the uh, Activision Xbox merger has been temporarily shot down uh, a little bit. In Europe. (laughs) In Europe. Um, And so, yeah.
2: Is it Europe or is it just UK?
0: I guess it would just be UK, wouldn't it? It's the UK, yeah. Yeah. It's the UK. So, technically, uh, they're not part of Europe right now.
1: Yeah.
0: Exactly. Nope. <laughs> so this is this is from the Competition and Markets Authority. <clears throat> we prevented Microsoft from purchasing Activision o- over concerns the deal would damage competition in the hashtag cloud gaming market, leading to less innovation and choice for UK gamers. Okay. I do think
2: it's very funny that the CMA is, <laughs> specifically chose what hashtags to use here, yeah. and that <laughs> one of them was gamers.
0: And one of them is gamers. I've never heard of a cloud gaming market hashtag. Did they just invent? Click that? on it.
1: Click let's on see. it. Time to click on it.
0: <laughs> well, IGN. Uh, no, uh, let, let's see. Top cloud gaming. Um, oh, oh, Boy, this is also we're on. We're on, it's Twitter. Not we're on Twitter. We're sorry for. It's all. All we're gonna.
2: All we're gonna see is every. Yeah. Uh, every article that quoted cloud gaming from this.
0: So cloud gaming is a hashtag is like impossible to find. It works. Totally works. Oh, uh, goodness. Yeah. I love it when my hashtag I mean it, is just a search. Is yeah. It is just a search. Anyway. I mean, it technically yeah, so,
3: does work, but it doesn't work well. <laughs> um,
0: let's talk about this because it's, I hate this story. <laughs> let's talk about it because I fucking hate this story, guys. Uh, Tom Warren actually brought it up that um, the concern wasn't actually about Call of Duty per se. Uh, they were just noise. The larger one is the actual leveraging of Windows and Azure, which that's kind of an interesting take. He mentioned it back in September, tooting his own horn. But uh, yeah, and that's really the CMA I, today was about cloud gaming. Well, like we, we don't care about which content, is we all
2: well care. and good, but them acquiring Activision or not has nothing to do with how their position with cloud gaming is going to change or evolve in comparison to Sony's.
0: Completely agree. Completely
2: agree. So yeah, does I mean Sony I Sony
3: have an operating system I'm not aware of
2: or <laughs> <laughs> I mean
0: they had Linux for a while, right? <laughs> I guess I guess my
2: th- my thing isn't that I don't think that Microsoft has uh that there are angles of monopoly that Microsoft has. It's just that the angle isn't cloud gaming because Sony has debatably as much cloud gaming as Microsoft does. They have the same position on it. Um, so, or is the CMA just saying that, it's just too many games on one cloud system I, I,
1: have have you been on sony's like they've got a shit ton of cloud gaming i mean granted yeah. a lot of it's just i don't flash, think it's as good but, but yeah, that doesn't mean that
2: i it's not there and like being a, offered
1: yeah like a good chunk of like the ps3 and ps4 offerings are available For, via the cloud yeah. like that's the
3: only way to play PlayStation 3 games on your yeah, PlayStation. What
2: 5. if what if well, we got the ultimate solution, which is the fact that they open up PC Games Pass to Linux operating system?
0: Yeah. Well, here's so on the Mr.
3: What Yes on the
2: Mr. Yes, <laughs> Thanks, telly
3: What this could, I guess, be leading to for Sony might be since there's been that rumored like PC app that they've been wanting to bring over like to have like PlayStation games on your computer. I forgot what it was called. There was like, uh, it was like some code code name, but it could be because of that. I don't know, but it's still stupid, but that could be like why the, they're like bringing it It feels like it the uh,
1: Activision deal is not the, 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 the shouldn't have been the, the path s- to take for yeah. this, but I mean, I guess it worked. <laughs> so who am I to say?
2: <laughs> I mean, I would assume that I don't mean, I I don't know how the CMA works in comparison to say like the laws in the United States, like in the United States, son, you know, the government can open an antitrust lawsuit uh, theoretically at any time. (laughs) So it doesn't have to, they don't have to wait till a merger or acquisition occurs um, to do that. But
4: But I don't know. Again, I I don't,
2: I I think that (laughs) concerns about, um, Microsoft's ability to leverage windows and Azure is legitimate. I just yeah. don't think it's in necessarily in relation to them. Also owning Activision activation blizzard.
0: Yeah. That's I
2: mean, <laughs> that on that.
0: That's that on that. I, do you guys think it's going to go through eventually? Yes.
3: Yeah.
2: I think concessions will be made and yeah. it will keep, I mean, <laughs> although are, do we, are we get, Do we now pivot to the, um, press release that Activision Blizzard oh King put out afterwards I
0: can't believe that's a real press release is it
2: pretty sure um, yeah. it would, I I mean I did not independently verify its, its authenticity
1: it's not funny enough to be a uh, parody but <laughs> it's also not... me,
0: I got it. yeah it definitely like we said it looks like something that Bobby Kodak would have would have actually written up and it very well might be something that Bobby Kodak uh, wrote up here I'm gonna share my screen here. To show that press release because it just so fucking off the wall. Basically, there it is. Uh, the CMA's report contradicts the ambitions of the UK to become an attractive country to build technology businesses, uh, and then just goes on to like um, uh, disservice the UK citizens who face increasingly dire economic pro, uh, prospects. Yeah, uh, yet literally getting. Getting Activision is going to help the UK's citizens' uh, dire prospects. Uh, But the best part,
4: yeah,
0: playing video games. The last part is that last line: "Global innovators, large and small, will take note that despite all its rhetoric, the UK is clearly closed for business." (laughs) 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 Oh my lord! Gosh, Activision, Mm. you got to be. Bobby, I, just, Bobby, Bobby I just K, baby. truly
2: a bizarre. I don't know. I, the way that I put it in when we were chatting about it on the Discord was, um, yes, I think it's real, and yeah. I don't think that they sent it to Daddy Amazon to proofread before they released it. It's just, it's just very bizarre
0: sounding. It really is. I don't think any PR person got got involved in that one. Well uh yeah i think it's i think it is gonna still take place i think like you're right i think there's gonna be some concessions obviously um and it may end up being uh similar to like what we were saying where streamers and other big ip companies will just say all right well we're not gonna put this on your service in your country for whatever reason you know and that may yeah be- i mean they could carve it out um yeah, carve it out separately and make it its own thing and
2: but well, like at what point does it matter like does it stop microsoft's expansion and usage of the technologies that they also own and operate no not really they'll just also make money directly off of cod sales too while they do those other things Mm -hmm. like is it going to stop them from using azure servers on the back end of cod and potentially make it better and then they'll use non Azure servers for PlayStation players and it will perform worse. And then PlayStation will get a reputation about having worse performance in their multiplayer games. And then uh, everybody will stop buying playstations and then Sony will go bankrupt. Think about it.
1: Yeah. Wow. Really puts it in perspective. (laughs) I saw that on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, you know, we could pivot this really well, though. With a yeah. go for I'm it, saying, like, do it. But you know, uh, it's it, Microsoft needs all the help it can get to sell consoles, and then you
0: would oh, bring ooh, up the there you sales go. chart. Uh- <laughs> all right, I'll bring up. <laughs> what do the you mean? <laughs> uh, so yeah, the um, uh, Microsoft released their financials, and uh, and going so hot. Right now, for their uh, no way. Uh, for the, now, I
2: can't um, believe that they sandbagged their consoles and it's not going well.
3: <laughs> no, we're not having throw, any uh, games, makes you so. So,
0: here's Dom, uh, who Dom, Dom's playing. Dom's in Austin, awesome Dominic Dominic <laughs> uh, family. He's the gaming family. Now, their fiscal year 2023 for this third quarter, <clears throat> gaming revenue declined overall. For those three months obviously beginning of the year they didn't have any first party releases that made money hi-fi rush did not make money because it was on game pass very i think people didn't buy it because its goal as we kind of talked about it blah blah <laughs> there was the jeff grubb thing i don't want to bring up Grub, but Grub was a part of that story um guess that- who did buy it Yes, you did buy. It? Yes, you bought Hi-Fi Rush. <laughs> I bought it on
1: Steam just because. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, good. And that's Steam good. Yeah. No. Yeah, uh, yeah, it made it, it easier, great. and I didn't have to jump yeah, through as many real, hoops yeah. to play um, it on the Steam. <laughs> uh,
0: I think, uh, yeah, it. So that game didn't really drive sales numbers, I should say, but <clears throat> I'm sure it helped retain people to Game Pass. Yeah, uh, but Game Pass numbers and their services, as you can kind of see there. Um, uh, content and services are up three percent, so that's above their sort of estimate, and that basically means like you know they uh, they've retained people in Game Pass, um, and which is which is a good sign. Uh, they just they're not necessarily selling games because again there aren't a lot of games, but there's content and services is Game Pass, it's uh, DLC, it's um, uh, other types of you know uh, selling xbox points or whatever those are these days i don't know cards, 400
1: kind of, xbox points Four hundred uh but run.
0: they're the uh oh i mean overall it's a decline of four percent for gaming and the big part is that the uh consoles are down like 30 percent. hardware is 30 percent lower which and you can, this is a good uh, a good chart you can kind of see that um this is their gaming revenue that kind of shows the the It is a continual dip going down. You, I mean, when this dip happened over here, they basically said, guess what? Next year is the Xbox Series (laughs) console. And that's what happened here. And whenever there's a dip like this, it's difficult to sort of pull, to rein it back to make it into a positive. Usually, I mean, the, the signs right now are pointing to them having a crisis for their console. We knew that. Um, and it's because you guys made great points in the discord. Please join the Sidequesting questing discord that they have two consoles right now. Uh, the series X, which the developers absolutely love. <clears throat> and the series S, which is selling like gangbusters, but developers absolutely hate because it's. Is it selling
2: like have- gangbusters?
0: it it was beating the series x i believe it's
1: not yeah, selling probably. like gangbusters not, so, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> not
0: anymore yeah well it was for a while uh, but not anymore and, and developers have come out and said that they, they don't like to have to develop for these two pretty different devices like the same game because it it is splitting the um, their resources and you're getting the you are getting a lower quality game with the series s so i think that's why <clears throat> man like we've talked about this, they need a, they basically need a Series X that just doesn't as, use discs anymore, as right? opposed to
2: the PS4 and PS5 that most people are developing for.
0: Well, it finally ended with the PS. Uh,
3: well, that that PS4. ended, but it's kind of the same thing, but but. Microsoft's their current gen is yeah. the PS4 and PS PS5 basically. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, like, yeah, yeah.
1: They, they released two brand new consoles mm-hmm. on the same day and have been <laughs> producing content for both of these completely different consoles. For- and
0: <laughs> and third-party developers are still developing for the Xbox One. So don't forget that as yeah. that's still a part of the equation. Here. So they got they got three consoles they're developing for for Xbox as opposed to the two
1: well, I mean, yeah, let's be okay. fair. Microsoft isn't because they don't make video no, games agree. anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: No, but, uh, so it, it, um, you know, we finally seen that's that switch start to happen with the flip, the switch flipped, whatever, with the PlayStation, where this year we're going to finally start to see exclusively PlayStation five games from Sony. Good, you know, good riddance to the PS4. Um, but uh, we're not seeing exclusively Series X. As long as
2: Alice is still around, baby. Yeah,
0: there you go. <laughs> um, but we're not seeing the uh, exclusively Series X, and we're not going to. But maybe that's the direction that Microsoft needs to make because they, uh, um, they need to get one major piece of hardware that has their high-end shit. And then their lower-end, cheaper stuff just needs to be the streaming device. They need to say, thank you, Series S. You were great. Yeah, but that's not going
2: to uh, happen until the next not, the next gen entirely and there are we, we we still we still maybe. have a half gen device to go because yeah, let's be maybe honest maybe. it's it's almost certain that we're gonna get a ps5 pro and a well i I'm not certain about what Microsoft's gonna do anymore at all but um, yeah, we're definitely we well, I there. would I would put my confidence about PS5 pro above 75 percent yeah um I guess you could say that Microsoft could theoretically make it through um who knows maybe they buck the trend and try and beat sony to it and just release a new console entirely uh, nintendo's really off
0: i think the, microsoft n- needs to
2: nintendo nintendo's off the uh off the gen cycle like they're nintendo's like yeah b- peace world. out we're, we're not I'm doing a little bit yeah but oh, yeah we're not doing that anymore so thanks for playing up until now um yeah, you know, outside not,
1: of just being tradition there's nothing stopping
0: them yeah. from just like you what's know, eh. interesting is the the story we kept hearing for the longest time was hey we're gonna get away from the traditional gaming cycles now you're gonna have new consoles all the time well guess what that yeah. hasn't happened we haven't yeah. we had the we had the pro which is the middle console but that's not really a new console yeah um it might to, to be fair microsoft has the best opportunity to do that because the Xbox One still played Halo Infinite. Like I, I played Halo Infinite on my Xbox One before I ever got an Xbox Series, and and it ran like ass. But it still, they still developed an Xbox. You know, they developed the game to work for Xbox One. Um, they need to, they need to do their own thing. And, and you know, again, that the promise of the consoles being small and iterative and advanced that way has not has not come true. Because the pro Yeah the and pro I, it's a bump up, but you don't need to have the pro. I,
2: I think that it's almost not worth it to think about that being a possibility. It's never gonna happen. Sure. Sure. Um yep. R and D's too expensive. But raw materials are way more expensive. If it was a possibility three that, re- three years ago three years ago, that, that possibility's gone.
0: That um, was um more apparent. That happened with the Xbox three sixty generation, where they released a new Xbox. It seemed like every eight months with newer chipsets smaller chipsets more powerful this bigger hard drives and i i repurchased an xbox because of that you know because it it kept improving and if it was minor but the the games on the end of the xbox era ran better on those xboxes by a lot than it did on the original Xbox. so um yeah i yeah that it's not going to happen but the the problem is is
2: that the the cost the cost for it like you know unlike what you can do with pcs with incremental upgrades not counting laptops obviously um doesn't exist so like are you know or we just is is the expectation that people are just continuously buying new consoles and replacing old consoles that's unrealistic you're targeting a niche of a niche um
1: i I really think xbox thought they were going to go into something with that all access or whatever the fuck they called it where it was just like well you 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 get to upgrade when the you know like sure like uh, but license
0: hasn't worked yeah
1: but like it, it felt like that was maybe what try him.
2: and go on like well, how an iPhone every two years yeah. kind of thing
1: yeah well that's
0: like because that's know, what the they all did access, which I mean, is yeah you're paying monthly you get the game yeah. pass you get the right forty bucks a month or whatever that yeah. was but it's
2: like, just again you know the, the here's the thing is that. Apple made it happen because they invested, however many, yeah, exactly, multi-million, if not multi-billion dollars, into an entire R and D field, essentially, and built a silicon uh, pipeline yeah. from scratch. And if yeah. Microsoft wants to do the same, and essentially, I don't know, like, a, <laughs> like buy AMD, I don't know. I mean, like, what else? I, I'm not sure what Microsoft would have to do to make it realistically possible. Yeah.
1: Um, I
0: would. Uh...
1: It's almost like they did. It's almost like they came up with the plan first, and then as it started. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good point. I would love to see them, man. I'd love to see the high-end Xbox be the Series X, and the low-end Xbox be a handheld. Uh, and I, I—that's I, definitely I'm,
2: never going to happen. What are you? What are you smoking?
0: I'm not smoking them. I'm, I'm assuming you mean uh, like, but, what if
1: the what if the series S was just a Steam Deck? Is that basically- was exactly that's exactly <laughs> what I saying?
0: Yeah, and I think you know then at least you know I don't know because it it works well enough for the Steam Deck. <laughs> I think Microsoft- you can do something.
2: Yeah, because it doesn't run Windows natively.
0: Yeah. True. True.
2: <laughs> you know, and then whatever whatever handle Microsoft makes is going to have to run Windows. It's I
0: have mean. to run Windows. That's true. That's true. If use the portable it's, Microsoft device, <laughs> yeah. No, it's um, it, it's a great situation for, for Microsoft Bellas. right now, and uh you got to believe they're having here and defend the yeah. Windows fans.
2: Zach, what's up? Hit me, fellas.
3: Listen, have- so there's an issue we're not talking about here with Uh-oh. the Xbox console they don't have any they don't have any games it's <laughs> <also> tr- <laughs> like coming up. <laughs> this is the big thing there's yeah, like that is, that nothing to it. push the consoles so like they could do the every year thing they could do all these other things but they won't no reason to do that if they're not yeah. gonna have a game That's, like you're right. if, you're, if you're not gonna have games to play halo is basically dead like there's like
1: Forza is oh. their like franchise, like the Microsoft franchise. It's not which, enough. It's not enough. Yeah, it's like not that, enough. like, you know, that's why, you know, Call of Duty will become a Microsoft franchise, but it's not Microsoft
0: doing any of the work. Like, it's, it's... Which is really weird because you know they, they sucked up all these game studios and they said, All right, check out, check out. We have eight, 87 game studios now joining the Xbox family. We got Hi-Fi Rush, which was like Hey, we were working on the side project and we really wanted yeah. to do it and they gave us the green light. But the main game, we have I have no fucking idea what the main game is going to be cuz Tango is you know.
2: So so here's here's one of the questions which is right. that a, the, a lot of and correct me if I'm wrong here. And that a lot of the studios that they gobbled up um are big not making exclusive games.
0: Yeah.
2: The games are releasing multi-platform. So
0: uh they, is they the, were they were releasing multi-platform now well, yeah i know
2: but would, which one is changing other than bethesda and starfield is the uh
0: with the fable i'm sorry the um not fable the uh pillars of eternity folks what is it uh, yeah, yeah but uh, the fact that it's this part is yeah. obsidian yeah. yeah i mean it,
2: i mean uh, you know which i guess this is still kind of case in point which is that they have those studios but the fact that we can't name that many games that are actually exclusive to Xbox they, and Microsoft.
0: Yeah. Well, they had know. that big presentation where they ran down all the here are all the great games that that all these new studios are gonna be making exclusive to Xbox, from Fable to whatever that game is, and the the next. Uh, How many have come Ear, out? Year of the War. I, none, well, no, I hey say, man, none uh, of them have come out. Redfall is
1: just around the
0: corner, so that's, that's... A, so you're gonna hear. At E3 again, avowed. Thank you, Stefan. That's the one I was talking about. You're gonna oh, hear yeah, at first E3 person. one more time, uh, or I say one more time again. You're gonna hear Microsoft. You're gonna hear Phil, uh,
1: uh, Phil
0: we Spencer. gotta Spencer E3. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, E3. You're the gonna Xbox hear family is growing with our guy right here. He's gonna come Woo. out on stage and he's gonna say, "We're gonna have the the biggest." season for xbox ever it's like bro we've heard that every year In bro, 2025 like years <laughs> and we're still waiting for it granted they Starting. had a great year like that like, last real year of the xbox yeah. one it was kind of awesome and sort of that first ish year of the you know the early 2022 for this console series but other than that it's been it's been yeah. very dry. Very. Well, it feels yeah. like
3: it feels like they're just they're they're banking pretty hard on Bethesda. They're like, hey, you guys, are, you gotta get yeah. a $20 an hundred dollar copy. That's, that's copy an understatement.
0: But we're no, so we're yeah. gonna see all of these games because right now they have Redfall, and then they have uh uh Starfield is September, and Forza yeah. is October, November, and that's yeah. all they have announced. So I, I mean. Uh, if, saw... there's, if there's a
3: game to like make enough sales, it's yeah. gonna be Bethesda's game. So yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw Could you imagine uh, if Bethesda was still multi Starfield, good lord. Jesus.
1: I saw uh on Twitter <laughs> that Rare and Playground were having a soccer game today uh, oh, <laughs> against each other. And it, it made me click on Playground, like oh, I guess I've never looked at their uh, uh-huh. Twitter page before to see if they got some sit pictures of cars uh and their banner is the fable logo and that like unlocked that, on. yeah that unlocked yeah. that memory to me i was like oh shit that's right these guys are fucking making fable
3: i remember <laughs> when people got mad It's like why is a card game developer making fable
0: Well, I, don't remember the last, it at all the last, f- <laughs> the
1: last fable game was a, a vehicle game so I guess.
0: there you go <laughs> but you know it, it's true they were all in the cart. Um, but they're gonna have, they're going to have to come out at their showcase, and just stalker too. The, they need the, to show the, all of these games.
2: The reality is that you know you look at the subsidiaries of Microsoft Game Studio or Xbox Game Studios, um, and you look at the names that are there, and they don't. The companies that are there don't produce the kind of games that equal the the size and scope. That Sony's has yeah. for a reputation, it yeah, just yeah. right now it doesn't happen. Bethesda comes the closest, yeah. which is the reason, like as you guys just said, is a reason why Starfield is exclusive. um yeah. If they didn't, it would have. <laughs> I, if me as an investor, would have been like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, um, like,
1: like Microsoft doesn't have that insomniac, naughty dog, yeah. uh, Santa yeah. Monica, gorilla, they don't, like gorilla, exactly. Yeah. Uh, like Bethesda They is got Hideo they Kojima. I got a Hideo Kojima cloud-based cloud uh, That's cloud why they're cloud. so scared in the UK, dude. They're scared <laughs> that <Kozuma laughs> no, like Kojima's gonna Microsoft go- gobbling up Kojima. Ko-
2: like with with that De- with Death Stranding 2, I mean, like not, not that I think that Death Stranding 2 is going to be an Xbox exclusive, um, because it won't be, but um what I mean is that you know, Death Stranding 2 launch pads, I mean Kojima as if he wasn't already um famous enough in terms of game stuff but like i think death stranding 2 is only going to push it further and specifically his notoriety um that that could become the kind of thing that is big enough to like a- actually move console uh yeah. sales at this point death stranding became this bizarre uh flashpoint of mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i don't know What's the what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, fandom, I guess.
0: American uh, culture.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> so definitely not that. Um,
0: well, yeah, I, we've been we've been given thirty minutes of this. The whole Microsoft it's a, thing. And it's, it's gonna a, be. It's a fascinating it's story. It is. It's a huge, huge story, and it's you know, it's gonna keep. And spiraling I think, all over the place. and I think so we all
1: feel here. like if we talk enough, we're gonna figure out what yeah, we' not gonna figure
0: I'm definitely the- gonna
2: figure it out. I am yeah. the smartest <laughs> yeah. um, well, the next
0: date is may uh, or for uh, Xbox um for I think that is that the eu one or is that the um uh I know the u s one is like later this summer so there are still a few dates for some of this uh this uh, uh, xbox stuff to go through so. We'll see what uh we'll see silk,
3: what silk Song reveal win.
2: Silksong reveal win, it's that's exclusive that, that, now. There you go. It's there no longer coming to Switch. Imagine. Imagine. The console, but,
3: yeah. That's gonna be the one that, <laughs> saves, that saves the saves the company.
2: but real quick, Activision also released uh, considering that we're talking about them, also released their numbers. Uh, yeah. King yeah. is forty-two yeah. percent of their revenue. <laughs> Fucking wild. Candy think about Candy. think think about how big Activision Blizzard King is, and then think about the fact that King is forty two percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're like you're like. What about COD? COD is less than Candy Crush, bro. <laughs> don't care. Yeah. We don't care about COD. think think about it's think about Sony saying if we Rumble. lost COD, we will have to go bankrupt, and it's less than Candy Crush. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. uh,
4: tell Sony. Like sh-
1: Tell Sony that if you let this go through, you will port Candy Crush to the PlayStation oh, <laughs> 5.
0: <laughs> well, uh, speaking of stuff that, that took place in Europe or is going to be taking place in Europe, one last little story that I have is something's going to be taking place in Europe this August, and that's Gamescom. It's uh, uh, Call of
3: Duty. Games. Uh, the next
0: and uh, surprisingly, Nintendo is going to be at Gamescom. Now, I... Um, to me, that's actually kind of a weird ish timing. <laughs> it was weird. Of, yeah. Because middle of August, you know when when Nintendo no usually announces is, their stuff. <laughs> well, Pikmin is the last game they have coming out uh, that they've announced, and that's July. And they're not going to spend Gamescom talking about Pikmin or Zelda because those games will have already sold. And for four days or oh. mario kart none of
2: that i mean only four days they'll bring a game, the game that's only been yeah. on for four days who are you yeah, talking right? what are you <laughs> <do>? <laughs> who are you getting <laughs> they're 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 nintendo my man <laughs> they're gonna they be like
1: su- they brought super mario brothers one <laughs> <to> PAX- <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: it's not games games come is different yeah, yeah. but i'm just so saying like like are they bringing pikmin 4 and it's gonna just be sitting there for Four days. I would hope so that they wouldn't. (laughs) So like, it's a a great game.
0: Hopefully, yeah, Crip can pick me up. But um, uh, you know, obviously, there was rumors flying around. It's going to be the next Switch. It's this. It's uh, it's they they were there four years ago. I think they were there at the Gamescom in twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Um, and so and that was the year that they had like Luigi's Mansion. And I was kind of looking through Luigi's Mansion three, Mario Maker two. Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh Link, uh Link's Awakening, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. So those games were, you know, were around that at that time. And so I think, you know, even Damon X Machia was so they actually had plenty game-wise to show off. So I'm thinking it's it's more game related stuff is gonna be there, right? I mean it's it's gonna be I don't think hardware. Uh, is going to be shown off. It's too, way too early for them machine. They're not, not going to just show unless hardware, it's
1: some, hardware. Unless it's some real goofy fucking thing. Like
0: yeah, <laughs> some the Nintendo-ass the hardware. hardware. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh,
0: but um, it's just it's an interesting story because, yeah, who would have thought that Nintendo was going to be at Gamescom when they're not going to be at E3 because there's no games at E3. And when they pulled out at E3, that was the death knell right there, Nintendo not being there, because they were at PAX. So um and nintendo's doing their own nintendo live thing in the u.s in september so they're uh you know i don't think there's new consoles involved in this but there could be some fun gaming things so we're you know yeah i
1: yeah september's gonna be weird for nintendo because they're really sort of like pandering it around that time for things it's and, and PAX is there. Oh, I figured As it out. Well,
0: yeah. It's just going to be the Mario movie release on Blu-ray. They're just going to have that there. And <laughs> don't don't download it cuz there's a high end there's a high quality rip floating out there right now and I even posted the 1 minute long version that's on Twitter. Um but uh yeah, it'll just this be Is
3: the one they showed in Argentina.
0: Yeah, the one they showed in Argentina. Somebody ripped it, but uh, Yeah, anyways, Nintendo Gamescom is interesting because Xbox not going to be there. And uh, I believe Sony's not going to be there, so Nintendo is going to be the only. It's ev- defini-
1: It's definitely going to be the most milk toast kind of thing that Nintendo yeah. is going to do. They're be. totally fine doing it, and it's probably no, like, they- hey,
0: we got we got Nintendo versus left over from yeah, uh, it, from it, X. it's, it's shifted it over there. It's going to be Pikmin.
1: It's going to be some yeah. sort of like the East Coast uh, branch of sure Nintendo versus like a tournament. They'll show yeah. some. maybe some dlc for something you know pokemon dlc or some bullshit
2: nintendo was going there because they looked at it and they said yeah we can market something real good right now let's do it it's it's (laughs) it's it's literally we're doing we're doing a live three-day press release cool all right sure yeah I can't and, believe that they showed up to packs to be honest.
0: Yeah, well, it, it, still, and, still, yeah. still did, can't did they believe really it. Show up to packs. Did they really show up? To
2: they PAX? spend money on shit, man. I've mean, talking about, I'm just saying that like they Mario brought things
0: and Luigi so were there in that, person. So that <laughs> booth, myself was right at the it? front. There, yeah, he's not
3: that, that big. He's that not that booth big. Is uh,
0: that booth is the one they took around the states to, over the holidays. Yeah. Um, mm. that was it. So it was free. They didn't have to come up with anything new. They no. literally had that booth. They're like, "Hey, we still have this thing from uh, November and December. Let's just throw it at uh, at Boston as well." So, and I, okay, you know, that makes more sense. That to me is what PAX was, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's going to be what happens here as well. Gamescom, yeah. Um, it's a the Europeans Gamecom don't get much,
1: Nintendo stuff showing up very often on the doorstep, <laughs> so
0: they, don't. Boy, they... Boy, oh, yeah. exactly. boy. That's, that's what the Germans sound like.
1: Yeah, the Germans, <laughs> well known. <laughs> uh,
0: but let's move into games that we're playing now, because Ooh. I think that um, that could be kind of, kind of, kind of cool. There are plenty of games that we're playing right now. I'm gonna let Zach go first and tell us some of the stuff that he's been playing. Do you want me to just hit play on one of these things, or uh, yeah, sure. Surprise, surprise me. I'll surprise you with this first one. Right. It's, the,
1: it's the link from his Christmas card. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: Mellinger. Hey,
3: yeah, this game is really, it's really cool. Um, I guess it's cool depending on what kind of games you like. Uh, this is just a pretty much, it's a story game, adventure game. You're just kind of walking around talking to people experiencing this uh world um it's made in an rpg maker which is cool i love games that utilize that engine they're they're always like super quirky and weird but this one specifically is like kind of the pinnacle of that like this was one of the first games that came out on itchio like a long time ago like 2012 the prequel to this game this game the prequel to this game predates um huntertale and a bunch of other games that were inspired by Undertale so it's kind of like it it has that voice that undertale has that was that wasn't so it's like it has a very connective tissue it was like oh undertale was inspired by this first game melon journey and then this is the sequel to melon journey almost 11 years later which is crazy um there's no need to play the first game um but yeah it's it's just a really solid story game. Like, it's like you play as a character. Her name is Melon. Her best friend disappears, and she goes on an adventure to try and find find him. They work and live inside of a melon factory that makes melon sodas, all these types of melon products. And it has this pretty, like, whimsical story on top of it, but there's something kind of, like, darker under it. Like Like, oh, she's living in a building where the melon factory is where she works. And this city, is it, she's is going it an to. be,
0: RPG, by the way, or? There's no there's combat nothing, or anything.
3: Yeah. You just like I walk, just, around, walk and talk. around. Got it. Okay. Yeah, you like walk around and find an item. Then you find the item that that a person's like asking for. It kind of just like you just keep going and exploring the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns oh, into cool. a de- a detective story kind of. And yeah, so you eventually go into a city that has banned all melon products because there's something wrong with the things they put in their sodas and all these things. And so it's like it's it's really uh, it has that like undertone of like social commentary going on. There's a lot of like union strikes going on in like cities and. Gentrification of cities and like music, and there's a lot of really interesting things. Uh, all the characters are super, super funny. The dialogue's really good. Uh, it's just a really enjoyable, light hearted, but also not, but it's not like super depressing, mm. but it's like, oh, like this, this, there's some kind of edge here, which is, which I think is needed for something like, like this, at least for me. Um, you need some kind of edge to, yeah it's it's a really gorgeous game um and it has definitely has like heft in the indie game community because it's been 11 years and it kind of started Mm -hmm. the whole renaissance of rpg maker games back in 2011 so yeah definitely give them their uh give froach club their laurels they're great um
0: yeah so that's right. that it one. Looks, it looks charming, which is you I don't like get to see that too often. Yeah, yet.
1: I like that it nails the game original Game Boy color palette without yeah. looking yes. fully like a Game Boy game. Like,
3: <laughs> yep, and it's made. I, I just like RPG Maker games just like blow my mind because most of the time all of them kind of look the same. But whenever a dev like really dives into it, there's just games that look like you mm. just like how did they do this within the RPG Maker like engine? I just so. I just love when games are
0: are like that. Have you have you guys made anything in RPG Maker before? Any guys?
3: I mean, I've messed around run with it. It's it's weird. I don't know how anybody makes makes. I'm gonna have to post. (laughs) I
0: I did my uh. I've done a bunch of projects in RPG Maker. One I did as sort of this super long, um, uh, Apocalypse Now style video game set in a fantasy world, which is gonna be like the opening section of this. This was back in the 90s rpg maker 95 a bootleg copy and then uh yeah apocalypse now and then i did for college for my um thesis for my uh uh class on like semantics i did my full thesis in uh, rpg maker and my freaking it's my professor was absolutely floored because in my game i made him And you walk around (laughs) as him in our school and kind of discovering aspects of the students. And, and I can't, Fucking find it now i'm so upset that i can't find my thesis because I, g- I think i gave him the only copy on like three and a half inch disc or whatever back in the day Dang. but uh rpg maker was was and still is a pretty cool i I'm imagine uh the only
1: time i ever really tinkered with rpg maker was the playstation mm-hmm. one version which is like the oh, absolute geez. worst way to yes. deal with yes. like the, the menus of rpg Maker. <laughs>
3: There's this game called Lisa. It's one of my yeah, favorite games before. Yeah. On Steam is made in RPG Maker but it's a 2D game. They somehow turned it from a top down to 2D. I don't know how he even like approached that, but it's just like really crazy.
0: Yeah. Let like to play this on Analog Pocket. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Sure. Um and you're playing another game that's not for review, but you did want to hmm. mention it. And yeah, it just and-
3: came out yesterday. And I, yeah, this, so uh, Honkai Rail, uh, Honkai, wait, hold on. Honkai Star Rail. Uh, this is like, it's made by Mihoyoverse, who are the people that make Genshin Impact, which is their biggest mm-hmm. game. They have Honkai M- Impact that they did before. And this is a sequel to Honkai Impact, which is their first, first game. And this yeah. game is. Yeah, it's it's really impressive. I I just pl- like I'm the type of person that plays every gotcha game that comes out just to try it because they're free. Like, why yeah, not? It's free. And yeah, it, for sure. yeah, it's like and this one has really gotten its hooks in me. Like immediately, the story is just really sure. it's really good. Like the story is like very fascinating. Like it's an immediately like hey, like you have this thing, and so like basically like you start playing as the bad guy of the the game and she's like trying to find this weapon and she does find it. And then she puts it inside of a cadaver, like a fake human. And then that becomes you. And then she tells you like, Hey, the leader of our group can see the future. And he knows that all these things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you need to watch out. You need to watch out for us and all these things. So like, that's a really interesting story hook. And then eventually you meet your friends and it's kind of like, oh, like, y- like, you're just like slowly unraveling this kind of story of like, you know, like mythic space gods. And like, you're traveling to different planets on a train to like, to like get rid of these artifacts that dropped from the sky that it's sure. like destroying yeah. planets and things. It's, it's so interesting. The aesthetic is so cool. Like, it's I just like
0: always freaking love their aesthetic. They They've nailed it like i i really Let me tell like you
1: about their previous game if you're gonna talk yeah you yeah. Impact because yeah,
3: they had yeah they had an evangelion crossover, crossover game, yeah. the other game yeah. yeah but this one is like the aesthetic is so good the music is like strange it's not like anything i mm-hmm. like kind of like it's like jazz but not really it's like kind of this like upbeat techno but not really it's like the company has a ton of money to use to make games and it's cool to see them use it. Like the game looks gorgeous. It plays well. Uh, The voice acting is actually like kind of like crazy good. It's like, Mm -hmm. I, I'm just kind of like in awe of some of the characters, like and how they're talking just how they sound like real, like whoever did the art. I mean, the voice uh, correction, like deserves a raise like it's it's really good and then even on top of no you don't no, you, you don't. can just go and play it but on top of that the gameplay is just super good Like it reminds me of final fantasy 10 it has mm. that kind of like each enemy has a weakness and once you hit the weakness you kind of break their bar and then you can attack their health and each each character that you get in the game through the story are super good and then the ones you pull from the gotcha are also Mm -hmm. good too there so it's like there's no way to like kind of like wall you Mm -hmm. but what's but what i've found is every character just has this unique toolkit like there's a character i have who has a mahjong table and whenever a person on the team attacks she pulls out a mahjong tile and then if she gets matching pieces it it gives her different buffs or it gives you different buffs so it's like it's like so much just like weird things like oh if you hit two crit, if if you if you hit the weakness spot of a character two times in a row this character might do this attack or Mm -hmm. all these different things it's so it's just really well thought out like a really fun Mm -hmm. system to play like i just like I'm obsessed with the combat system. It just like has its hooks in me. I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. it. Cause you know, most gacha games are turn based games. It's pretty easy to just kind of like sure. play and go on auto and kind of just let it go. But it's like this is like I want to play. I want to read the story. I want to like mm-hmm. engage with it because it's just so, it's just really enthralling. I'm yeah, I'm just kind of surprised by it. It's just so awesome. aesthetically interesting. Like it's it just, really like, does just, look so cool. Oh man. Yeah. It reminds and, me
0: of all the great anime scenes in like the Fire Emblem, the last few Fire Emblem games, mm-hmm. but like to the nth degree, you know, and, and, and actual devices that can handle them too. So yeah, that's
3: yeah, fun. and then it's like you're on a train in space traveling to different planets. You're on an <laughs> actual <not>? train, <laughs>
0: and it's like
3: you it's so it's laid out in such a way where it's gonna be cool for the story where it's like okay we go to one planet we talk to the people we solve a problem or a thing happens that informs the story we go to the next spot kind of like one piece how they do the islands where things just kind of go from there so it's just like i'm invested like i'm just like okay cool this is a game i'm actually gonna play and like experience the story because i'm just like in love with it but yeah the voice the voice acting is like is scary how good it is like I, I was just i was playing it last night just kind of like dumb just like staring at my computer like wait what this isn't this is a random gotcha game like why why is it like this good uh yeah definitely check it out it's free it's gonna be on ps5 soon maybe tomorrow i think it's not on there there yet but yeah
2: it's, I think it's coming to like everything right
3: uh, PS five and it's on PS five and PC and that's it.
0: Oh, already okay. okay.
2: And Android and iOS. Yeah. And, and PS four. Yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah, everything's it's, on. Yeah, PS four still. Nice. Well, that's cool. Awesome. Honkai Star Rail. Let's. Is it? Uh, is it multiplayer
3: at all? There's multiplayer elements is for there? like raids and stuff, where you can okay. like invite friends, like help you with raids, and you can add your friends and use their supports and stuff. But it's generate. But it's mostly a single player RPG.
0: So,
4: hmm.
0: interesting, yeah, right? Um, uh, you play anything else?
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, like, I got a review code for Runes Runescape. You want me to talk
0: about? Do you want me to talk about? No, that? no, we're
1: fine.
2: <laughs> I don't we so fine. We say that, that for a different show. That for a different show, yeah, yeah. All
0: right. <laughs> well, let's go to let's go to uh, Mr. Sleepy Pants over there, Taylor. Taylor, wake up, brah <laughs> It's what late. I was
2: just talk I was just have asking questions about about <laughs> Hunkai. What do you yeah. want from me?
0: Uh, what are you playing, dude?
2: Um, I am playing. Did I talk to about no, I did. I talked about um, Final Fantasy Strange Origins, right? Like, two yes, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so I was doing that. Um, it's good, Zach, I felt like that's a good game. I felt like there was a different game that I was playing that I didn't talk about because oh um all right I'll talk about apico real quick um that's a beekeeping game uh I'm that's like I got like four hours into that it's I think that it would take a lot more than that to uh have more it's um there there's a mod for Minecraft where (laughs) you can keep bees and this game is like okay that was really cool make a whole game about it and so there's a lot of similarities in crafting um and similar things and if, if you want to just sit there and play bees you don't you can't die you just have to keep bees i, I got good news there this is it <laughs> it's um but it's good i mean like you know it's just you sit there and you crossbreed bees and you collect honey and you keep doing those tasks and forever. Um, so So if that sounds like the kind of, so if that sounds like the kind of thing that you want to do, I'm good. It does sound like the kind
0: of thing that I
3: want. It's (laughs) it's an over, it's an overwhelming game, but yeah,
2: there's, there's a lot all at once. Um, but, you know i think it's one, I, for me i'm i struggle with it just because like i'm like i have to do all the things and mm-hmm. this is a game that is you don't you don't have just just do whatever you want just keep some bees it doesn't it doesn't matter breed them who cares make some bees but then you can like you can release bees you can recover populations and and that kind of thing obviously we're looking at the visuals here um uh i find this uh this aesthetic very welcoming to me yeah, um, baby. I, I I enjoy it quite a bit. Um and uh and yeah, so you can see we're we're sliding off and getting some honeycomb there. And nice. I I didn't nice even know there was a boat, around. haven't done this. Uh-oh. surprise. But, uh Spoiler. spoiled for me. Yeah, game. there's uh, other
3: game. there's other islands you go to because
2: there's yeah, there's there's, there's islands, there's kind, there's of, kind like of, of like biomes and stuff like that. Certain bees only can only grow a certain biome, stuff like that. Looks like there's a whole <laughs> sub Subplot <laughs> there that uh, maybe I'll learn about if I keep playing it. Um, there's
3: like a god for each island. You like oh, wow. you, you like give the bees to the god and open and unlock something, and then you, there's a whole bunch of stuff.
2: Holy shit! Then you right. have
3: to do a Punnett square to figure out like what genes are recessive and yeah.
2: Um, I played Path of Exile for like one hour on Steam Deck. Okay, how's um, it function on Steam Deck? It's actually really good.
3: Yeah. Okay, turn off your eye thing,
0: please. And this is me actually staring at the camera. No, not, no,
2: no. <laughs> Stop. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know that the devs it on. Grinding, <laughs> gear, <laughs> grinding gear, you know, they, I think they like the Steam Deck. And so I know that they put in some specific work to try and get control schemes sure uh, functional on it. And uh, so, yeah, it, it went well. Um, but talk, if we want to talk about overwhelming games. Path of Exile is kind of yeah I
3: can a,
2: in, up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, so I played it for like two hours, and then I stopped and
3: can't imagine playing that on that little screen and having a look at the skill tree and just like
2: the yeah, like... yeah, I didn't even get to, didn't really get that far. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I really been playing is uh Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword oh, because. Whoa. After we talked about uh, yeah. lore and shit <laughs> after the big trailer, I was like, hold up. I think Skyward Sword might be important <laughs> for me to play. Uh, so I mean,
0: I, that's the one Zelda game that I, well, I take it. Uh, that's one of the two Zelda games that I haven't completed. So yeah, I got to go back to that.
1: Uh, yeah. It's man, easy I to f- hit some brick walls in yeah. uh, Skyward Sword. There's some. Uh, so that get irritating
2: skyward <laughs> are sword it on, are
0: you playing it on switch or steam Deck? i am
2: playing it on switch okay um i i just i just went for it um the couple couple problems with skyward sword um uh the oh, camera is right. bad
4: there,
2: the camera the camera is not very the camera is not very good um the controls are hard to mm-hmm. translate yeah, into man. i don't like i tried it i did it with um you know using the the joy cons and you know as if it was a wemo controller um and it's still not very good there um it was just kind of a poorly executed it was. plan for control yeah. schemes yeah. Um, and the it, it translates into really really bad camera uh, as a result unfortunately I mean like mm. even even with the gyroscope camera it's just like die so it's so bad anyway um you can only have the right stick control the camera if you're using the motion controls for the yeah. sword play F- mesmerizing I can't I, I mean I get it I mean like the the I don't know point the sword one button press on like under a, under a button press layer. So like I yeah. hold L two to activate sword or so. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a game designer, but like, I guess this is the best they could come up with. Um, but this is uh, having, I'm at the earth. Er, I'm at the earth temple. Um, so I guess probably still pretty early on. Um, the this is a game that exists. It it, Skyward Sword, um, walked so that Breath of the Wild could run because yeah. you can see a lot of the things that they took away from this game. Yeah, uh, to build into Breath idiot. of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Breath of the Wild could not have come up. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, stuff. That's yep. pretty much where I'm going with it, Stefan. Yeah, um, you know, so like the the fact that the fact that you you know there's a button, you sprint, um, and your stamina. And my my wife was watching this, was like, "What's the green pie thing?"
4: <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs>
2: um, it, you know, yeah. it it doesn't really add much in this game. Ooh, um,
3: that's in the new one,
2: <laughs> like it does, and like it did in Breath of the Wild. Um, like a lot of it kind of was half-baked in some regards um yeah. you know anytime where you were about to run out of stamina but you have to keep going they give you a stamina flower to replenish it anyway so it's like why is this here then why yeah. do i yeah. is it just to slow me down um
1: it's it's, it's almost like they implemented it and then t- too late in the game they realized this sucks <laughs> yeah this isn't good give
2: them, give them the stamina flowers everywhere yeah. that they are about to run out of stamina um Yeah, I mean, it just seems like it's to artificially elongate certain portions of the game by not letting you sprint through the whole thing. Um, But otherwise, I mean, like, combat is good aside from, like, a lot of it's a neat idea. It's just again mm-hmm. poorly implemented. Yeah. Um, I never
1: had much of a problem with the motion controls with this. I just like I never really thought too much about it until like it's like the weapon durability in uh, Breath of the Wild. Like my brain never really thought about it. I yeah, Started yeah. reading other people talking about it. It's like, oh yeah, I guess it was kind of fucked up. You <laughs> know.
2: It's just, it's just fucking. I like. I like. I said I don't mind it. Um. Yeah. And if I could control the camera. And use the joystick to. Here they um, are
1: explaining how this bullshit yeah, works. Yeah, I mean, pretty out. pretty much.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Stephen, this is the remaster on Switch. Um, so,
0: yeah. No, he took know. the actual Wii Wii disc and shoved it in his Switch. That's
2: I shoved I mean. it in my Switch. Put that motherfucker <laughs> in there. Um, <laughs> uh, you know the. The tools and shit are good. I don't know. I mean, like you know, it's got it's got all the all the good Zelda stuff that I'm looking for. I don't have the hookshot yet. Looking forward to that. You I can't really wait.
0: See the the beginnings of what Breath of the Wild.
2: There's is. a ton of like there's you can see that there's a bunch of physics play. Yeah. They're rolling the bombs and you know the the interactivity with the world um yeah. is very clear. uh Clearly, mine cards, something mine new
0: cards are going to be in in uh, in Tears of the Kingdom and there's a mind bringing here. it back,
2: baby. Yeah. i'm looking at how much shit is in this game that i have not even come close to seeing i'm like i'm not beating this before the way no comes way. Out. there's just, no way i'm beating this before tears yeah. of the kingdom no I, still shot.
1: Hate, I still hate the like seed thing where you're like hiding from the knights yeah. and shit that stuff still no. I, I, I when he i when was this... in sprite
3: princess too yeah mm-hmm. We're, we're as a wolf and you're like I gotta get all these bugs
2: yeah yeah. it's nobody Before likes you, that part of the games yeah. nobody not, it's never I don't know I guess do we put it in there just so that we can appreciate the better times where we're not doing that in the game I don't know, I don't know. um that uh, fight is fine I don't know I don't, I don't even like just like she just exists I don't care Yeah. Um, the sword I mean,
1: Five N- like, Nintendo yeah Super. at least it's not like a xenoblade sword i mean let's be honest yeah, here that's true <laughs>
2: um but yeah i mean other, otherwise it it is feels like a good zelda game yeah, um i, like, yeah, I just I like you know i remember I, I there think...
0: being what as cuz i've i played on the Wii and then i played it on the switch and i haven't gotten very far on the switch version cuz i get to the point where there's just bloat and it feels like oh I had these fucking fetch quests to do and I don't want to do these stupid fetch quests in Zelda. I don't like doing fetch quests in any game, but in Zelda games they are just it just feels like even worse because uh what I mean, I think there was some very light fetch questing in Breath of the Wild, but at least I Yeah, but Breath of the Wild they the introduced world.
2: they introduced yeah. you know, I could teleport to yeah. Yeah. any of the places yeah. that I had had the shrine located in so
1: you you, you, have have ha- amiibo, dude. you you have, have to have the amiibo, amiibo for fucking Skyward. <laughs> Sword. I literally,
2: I'm literally about to look up NFC shit so that I can just f- buy trick create your own an
0: NFC. Yes, yeah.
2: yes, so that I can trick my Switch into thinking <laughs> that I have it. It's stupid. I
0: think I want to go to the call.
2: sky. Okay, well, if you come back down, you do have to restart at the original spot. Yeah. Uh, Why? 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 Explain it to me. Oh, I hope you didn't need any potions, dog. Yeah, You got two. Bo- I I just got an extra bottle. What do I do with it? Nothing, because you can't leave. Mm. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm glad that they made this game so that they can make the better game.
0: Yeah. Cool. Excellent. Jage. Ooh, you're Where just you gonna going really in?
1: make that run. You're gonna you're gonna force. It's because I'm too
0: lazy to hit the J period J. Because I have to do like multiple stuff on my phone to get to the freaking dot after the day. So I just write Jage and it's so much easier. Unlike Zach who writes JJ and it's not, you don't like the without the dots. It has to have the periods <laughs> in there. So I will annoy the F out of you and just call you Jage. So what are you playing, my dude?
1: I am playing uh, Disney Speedstorm.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Dis- uh, Disney's new. Uh, cart racer i don't want to call it a cart racer because it's more like it's game loft okay so (laughs) uh have you played asphalt would you call me yeah (laughs) Uh, if you've played asphalt you're going to be familiar with what what's going on in this game in a way uh it is a right now it's an early access uh they gave us a code they gave us the I forget the Deluxe Founders Code. There's like three tiers of Founders Editions. There's like the Standard Edition, the Deluxe Edition, and then like a Premium Edition or something. Uh, So they gave us the middle tier. Um, And I'm going to get it out of the way really quick that the game itself plays really fun. Um that's
0: all I wanted to know was how well does this game play? Yeah,
1: it plays really fun. It's just a nice simple kart racer with some battle mechanics. Um, it's got a it's it's got some different stuff outside of Mario. You know how Mario Kart has a jump, but this one has more like a real jump. It's not like jump into a drift, it is an actual like off the off the ground jump. And it's also got okay. grind rails. Um, That you could grind your cart on, uh, which is kind of fun. And this is all the kind of nonsense to like gain your boost and everything. Because like like any uh, mobile game, uh, the racing is all about your boost. Mm -hmm. Um, And also the soundtrack is incredible in this game. Uh, A lot of Disney games don't lean into the Disney music very much except kingdom hearts Um, yeah even kingdom hearts does a lot of uh (laughs) like focus more on their original music than like uh remixes this is all remixes of disney stuff like pirates of the caribbean and like minnie's YooHoo and the mickey mouse club theme song Mm -hmm. and stuff but it's all like club remixes of these and it's all like really good um so i'm enjoying that part of it um everything else is a nightmare um this game it,
2: it honest to god looks like one man
1: uh everything there's like f- uh, you've got battle passes you've got like three or four different currencies you've got um it is 100 pay to win um you can stack mm. the um founders dlc so if you just want to like buy all 3, you get the coins and the perks and the loot boxes for all 3 and things like in order to level up you need to like get some of the resources that come out of the loot boxes and stuff. So you can't spend your physical money on it yet. This game's going to go free to play next year.
2: Mm-hmm. So, why does why does Disney keep doing this?
1: I know they did it with Dreamlight, and that's what I mean. A fancy
3: yeah. early access
1: way yeah. for them to
2: make money, <laughs> and, and <laughs> it's
1: also it's kind of scummy in a way because yeah, no shit. Um, because, in a completely different way than you're probably thinking about. Anyways, okay, because if you bought this game and wanted to refund it, you couldn't because you're not hmm. buying the game. Yeah, you're, you're buying, the, buying the your add ons. Right. So, if so like instead of just releasing a $30 early access game, they're releasing a free game. You get access to the game by buying $30 DLC or $60 DLC or $80 DLC. The game's free. But you're getting This you is get this is like the early. this is
2: like the reverse version of when those venues don't let you buy water. Yeah. So <laughs> instead, they let you buy a peanut that comes with a free water except yeah. this is the bad version of that this is the <laughs> evil version of that
1: yeah so <laughs> so and, and because of the way the system works and you can it's like you're playing it and you're see, and like i said there's battle passes obviously and they change like oh once yeah a i month, bet and they change like once a month so like right now it's a monsters inc uh thing so also
2: like, like why are you doing battle passes before the game comes out man
1: And like if you get the standard edition it it starts with two kart racers if you get the deluxe edition you get two kart racers and then like a third one of your choice
2: i I, I guess it just it just feels like they're just like taking yeah gotcha fomo to on to like to a new level where it's like get in on the dlcs if you don't want to miss these battle passes
1: well and that's the thing like the dlcs also, also um, depending on the ones that you buy, you get gold tickets and the gold tickets can be redeemed for the battle pass. So mm-hmm. I've got two gold tickets because I got the middle one. And so I get this battle pass and then like whatever next one I want to without having to pay for it. And it's just, yeah, my- I
2: don't want your, you to waste your money, but I do want this to disappear into a black hole and it's, to never exist again.
1: It, it sucks because like I said, it's an, the game itself is enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I just, hate i'm I'm on on the opposite side
3: i want jj to waste all of his
1: money (laughs) i'm gonna go i'm gonna go all in on
2: jj you do actually you know what maybe i should take it back you
0: deserve this (laughs) you deserve as the disney guy you deserve all of this
1: <laughs> I, I, you, if you've ever been to a Disney theme park, this is just what it's like with going there. You go in there, you give them your money to get some Disney dollars, which will be a, you can trade for goods and services. Except some retailers don't take the Disney dollars. This is. So, uh...
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is what JJ gets. This is what JJ yeah. deserves for being as this is what all as he these is. Disney
3: fans yeah. fans deserve.
2: Yeah. Seriously, you this all, is, you this all is are the fucking... game you deserve. You were <laughs> well
1: and, and you can tell by you like You were
2: sewing? You were doing a lot of sewing before. Yeah. And now
0: <laughs> it's time to reap. Now I'm reap? It's yeah. time to reap.
1: Wow, what the fuck? Um
0: It's but... time to reap is the name of this episode. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah it, it's like the courses are all really cool it's funny like you can like yeah those the standard founder pack you get mickey mm-hmm. and donald yay of cool. course i the deals the extra dlc character that i chose to unlock was baloo from jungle book
3: because Ooh. who's that so i posted a tiktok of a kid unlocking some character figment. like figment. Uh Fig- so Fig- yeah.
1: figment is why is a- he in the- <laughs> a figment is uh an imaginary dragon mm-hmm. from disney yeah, from- world uh, oh really? I thought he yeah. was I, I thought he was the
3: character. dragon from uh X-Men? that one movie. Oh.
1: <laughs> no, no,
3: no. What's that one movie about the emotions?
1: Oh, Inside Out? Inside
3: Out? Yeah, I thought that was the I mean dragon. it would still
1: it would still fit it would still fit the theme, yeah. I guess. But no, Figment there's a ride at Epcot that's Journey into Imagination that is like oh my F- God. Figment Figment is basically the mascot of Epcot. So mm-hmm. that's why that guy was And quiet. that kid
3: was screaming his head off for fee
2: for the Epcot
3: ball like what? <laughs> what is <does> he
1: doing?
0: <laughs> Imagine if you got that golf also, ball as your
2: I need some golf more golf reaping ball. is what I'm hearing. Golf. I just said we got some <laughs> more reaping to do.
1: Also, I want to point out, you know how remember remember that uh <laughs> that that TikTok that was going viral about the guy that really likes the uh character from Dangon Rampa and just like his like house is plastered with it except yeah. that character Oh thank di- god I
2: didn't see this.
1: except for that character dies within like the first like hour of that game and is never <laughs> yeah. seen again. Uh it's the same thing with Figment where that ride was uh like changed significantly <laughs> like 30 years ago and has been ruined since but people are still grasping on the Figment. So uh,
0: <laughs> Oh man. Uh All right, yeah, so, no uh
1: fun game, but it sucks. And uh you can just see from a thousand miles away what when it finally goes free to play next year, what's gonna happen. So if uh, this
0: didn't have the free-to-play gotcha, whatever monetary aspect, if this was if, if this you, was just it,
1: fucking Mario Kart, but with Disney characters, it'd be great.
0: All right, so that part at least seems like it works. Yeah. It's just everything else around it sounds yeah, absolutely Yeah. It's horrible. it's
1: it's just it's 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 haunting when you just look and it's game Loft. So it's like yeah. the asphalt games were Gotcha, the, the gacha
3: gotcha gods
1: yeah so they got you all right and and they and, they've, and uh-huh. they lock they lock like everything is locked behind like you have to keep going through the story mode if you want to do multiplayer races you but don't then you say also, then you also have oh to like go God. further through the story mode if you want ranked multiplayer it's just everything sucks about like the the uh package as mm. <laughs> the game is fine uh but no, absolutely not. Right. They they can pound sand with this fucking thing, man. <laughs> and then after the show, he's gonna go play.
0: He's gonna go play. He's like, I can't wait. What else are you playing, JJ?
1: Uh, I started playing uh, a medieval VR. Uh, oh yeah, uh, okay. Zach, did you get sick yet? Me that- yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> it's a boomer shooter. I in- I haven't played nice. a lot of it. I played a little bit. Um, it just um. If you've played a medieval, you've played this, but this is also clearly um, not just a port. They clearly like rebuilt the game Mm -hmm. to handle VR and how like, you know, the, the one-to-one movement of VR and stuff with like, you know, your ax and shit is like skyward sword, one-to-one motion kind of stuff. So um, it's so far so good. It's really weird to adjust to low fidelity uh, aesthetic in the VR verse because so much stuff is uh, slow and you know high fidelity uh, in, in one way or another, and this this is this is fast and blocky. <laughs> uh, so it's it's weird. It's a weird adjustment, but I haven't mm. really actually gotten sick yet. I, I tend to have a good stomach for the only thing that's ever made me sick in VR was that i think it was on the playstation vr mm-hmm. demo disc where it was that shark cage thing oh and yeah, yeah. and it was only because you didn't have yeah. a torso to look mm-hmm. down at so when you're yep. looking around you i i don't have a frame of reference for where i'm standing you get
0: very there. nauseous with that yeah
1: but that's the only time i've ever gotten sick in okay. vr so L- luckily uh, so far so good i'm actually really excited okay. to like yeah. really
0: jump here when you happen to that nice
1: there. so Yay! Uh, and I and and I I didn't get. To, I just want to talk to Zach for like two seconds about something. And it's we didn't we haven't gotten to talk about Resident Evil Four at all. And I know we both mm. played through it. We both beat it. And I was just like, I just wanted to like to hear your thoughts on the Resident Evil Four. Uh,
3: okay, so it's the f- it's probably the it's the fourth Resident game. Evil. Game? No, no, no. It's the funniest it's the game <laughs> ever played. That game is a bag of laughs and i love it so much i was right. laughing so hard every like like it's just like it's crazy to me because like i was talking about this with somebody else but like as a kid you're like resident evil scary i don't want to play that game it's spooky but then as an adult you realize that resident evil has always been this kind of like schlocky like B-tier, yeah. like horror thing and just like realizing that and realizing how they kind of perfected that with four and then now with this new version that just kind of like is like the ultimate essence of everything that the series is. It's just like, man, it's just it's it's a perfect video game. Like it's it's really it's just really good. Um, so I, say, yeah. I, nice.
2: I didn't I didn't play it, but I did. Uh, I I was watching uh, a playthrough, as you guys can attest to. It, we <laughs> some 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 of it. Um, but actually, uh, Final Fantasy Stranger Paradise actually hits some of the same notes to me mm-hmm. where it's just like yeah, super on the nose quick cut mega yeah. quip like yeah the, you just a, you just get fucking quip lashed
3: there, there isn't
2: um, a line
1: not a line in this game that isn't delivered with complete and total sass mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and i love it <laughs> yeah it's like I'm like there's a
3: couple of lines <laughs> 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 like there's this one yeah. time where you're fighting a bunch of knights and you kill them ninety nine nights, and then well, yeah, it's like ninety nine nights. It's like, dude, this is like, it's the perfect game. But no, there's a part uh, towards the end where you're fighting regenerators, um, and like, I was just like walking in the darkness, but you can see them like running past you, and it's just the funniest thing. I was laughing my ass off as them was like, like going past me. It's just this, like this stuff in those games that just like make you laugh. <laughs> it
2: uh-huh. of, hey, Jimmy, pull up, pull up the Derma clip. It's just, oh, yeah, really like, yeah. it's just yeah you know, it's same, like the same kind of what's idea
3: what's weird to me is that being is like you always people say like resident evil need to go back to its roots and they always point mm-hmm. to resident evil 4 yeah as roots and like this is not the roots mm-hmm. roots yeah. dude like the,
2: the roots stop like literally it's like a hard stop at three at three it's a hard yeah. stop
3: well, like even two like even the, the remake wrong, of it. two <laughs> like, yeah. e- even the remake of two kind of like holds in all these newer schlocky elements into it this is like like resident evil isn't that and it hasn't been that for a while so it's just kind of like that weird kind of like whiplash that i get from talking to fans and then playing For it's like bro this game's a comedy it's not even scary like yeah. it's just it, like the
1: yeah. first the first line out of like of gameplay is like it's like a joke like yeah. it's not like resident evil one where it starts off with like a gory murder scene in the woods it's it's
3: yeah i just haven't stopped thinking about it i played 35 hours of it i played a lot Mm. of it uh it's just like it's crazy like more games need to need to be like that be like stranger of paradise be like kingdom hearts be like these games that just like aren't scared just kind of be like fun and be silly and serious and like, I want I want every game to be, be,
2: I want every game to be just like up their own butt yeah. about, <laughs> e- about like a lot of it
1: it's just like I don't want the story to like have to like make the gameplay make sense mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, Resident Evil just lets itself exist. Uh, and it's just like, why doesn't matter? Just keep fucking going. What well, they don't want to kill Ashley, but like they're actively trying to kill Ashley every 30 seconds. They need her for
3: <laughs> <need her>
0: both.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, okay. Good shit.
1: Okay, that's all, all right. I wanted to talk about. That. Nice.
0: All, all right, well, I have. Three games to talk about. <clears throat> All review games, uh, but first I'm going to mention two quick games that I'm playing on the Switch that I'm doing as part of my catch-up uh, aspect. Um, first one, I'm catching up on Doom Eternal, uh, <laughs> blazing through that on the Switch. Uh, blazing yeah, on the Switch? Are you sure you're yeah. blazing through? Them? Obviously, oh, there yeah. frame rate issues, blah, blah blah. But I got the game for like eight, eight bucks. Yeah, it's like sale. eight bucks.
4: <laughs> so
2: yeah, impossible to do that on PC.
0: Yeah, uh, um, but uh, you know, and it's uh, it takes up like 56 gigs. It's like the largest Switch game yet, I think. I mean, maybe you're right up there. So I'm like, I got to beat this game so I can have space for the Zelda. Um, and uh, so I'm flying through that. It's fine. And uh, I'm also, I, I forgot that I had ordered uh, in a Target buy two, get one free uh, Advance Wars reboot. Um, and uh, I've only put like minimum amounts of time in that thing, but that's fucking good. I'm surprised. Yeah, like Doom,
2: Eternal, Doom Eternal is like 25 gigs on Switch. What are you talking Girl, about? It's
0: 56 gigs on Switch, dude. Terry's looking it, at something. I think you're wrong. Yeah, there's get, age. Dude,
1: I, I I will I, I, get... Can... I can attest because I own Doom Eternal on the Switch just because it was... I wanted You guys it. are
2: so fucking broken in your brains. I don't uh, understand you.
1: All right. It, um, it was really anyway. just for the novelty. Of anyway, it all
2: right. Sorry. Yeah, well,
1: yeah. I don't I know. know. I'm just
2: saying. Uh, minimum I'm, I'm submi- t- You guys need to submit a letter to the Slayers <laughs> Club, okay, and tell them that their article is wrong.
0: No, I think the game proper was like 25 gigs, but then all the, the install and the yeah. install and all that kind of stuff is like 50 plus gigs. So, yeah. and that's not even including the DLC. I haven't, I'm not going to buy the yeah. DLC. But okay. anyway, so those are the two quick, quick things there. Uh, everything else I've been playing on PC. <clears throat> Whoa. I got three review games to play, uh to talk about. The first one is a game that I was uh that I've been super excited about. Well not super I've been plenty excited about because you know me, I like cars. I like card games. I've been more and more getting into the the uh card battling games and collectible card game type things. <clears throat> and I like roguelites, and that mix has been uh, at least the card game roguelite mix has been good. Like, I think there was that power, whatever, that guitar game, power chord, which was pretty good. Um, I like the Steam, Steam World Quest game was pretty fun. Uh, And so when you introduce a game with cars, I'm going to take note. Death Road Tournament is a brand new car-based card game. I saw uh, this at PAX. Yeah, this was at PAX. And, uh yeah it's a, again roguelite and uh you basically take a car from the west coast to the east coast and you're battling against other cars and it seems like uh, just a really cool idea for a card based game you know and so it's uh it's an early access and it's a heavy early access because <laughs> uh i'm having not the best time with this game now story wise there's you know it's a very kind of Kind of real interesting, uh passable type of story. You know, if you can imagine a, a, a car game, like a death race type of game, this is what it is. It's just Mad Max's
1: car, right? That it's Mad Max. right there. Um, I, I
0: <laughs> like the map system that they're kind of showing there. It's actually kind of cool because it's it's like actual like world Ew. highways and that kind of shit. Um, so that's neat. <laughs> but uh the problem that I'm getting into with this game is that let me see if I can if I can find a spot here. Uh I'm gonna scroll this. Yeah, here we go. Uh, so you see the uh first of all, you have, you have a bunch of different types of cars, uh, cards that you can get, right? You can you can get your own car, obviously, build it up, blah blah blah. <clears throat> the cards that you actually get, there are movement cards there, which kind of p- reposition you on the screen. Um, there are different types of attack and defense cards. When you're early on in the game and early on in your Tour or your race, you're ahead of people, right? Your your goal is to race from one end of the U.S. to the other. Well, that means if you're racing really well, you're going to be in front of cars, which means a lot of the attacks that you get are forward-facing attacks, and the cars are behind you. So you're kind of stuck spending a ton of your um, a ton of your cards, a ton of your your uh, actions early on just repositioning your vehicle to get it behind or next to some of the other vehicles and that that really kind of feels like it needs a a ton of work done to it because um it takes away a lot of the joy of what this game is about it it goes away from being sort of this racing death race type of thing to okay i gotta get my car back into i got to get my mindset back into a traditional rpg and i have to reset like the original like the the first big chunk of battles to get back to that that feel and i think those are the aspects that i think the game is sort of sort of missing so um disappointed uh it's a cool idea but the execution still i think has a ways to go um but i mean if you're like if you like card game roguelites uh i mean check it out it's not a bad game it's just there's there's a lot of work that needs to be done in this sucker to, to really kind of to really kind of nail nail some of those issues. but cars um, I have another game that I've been playing and I mentioned they're gonna get progressively better. <clears throat> the second game that I'm playing uh, actually won an award from us at Pax East and it is oh now goodness. released in early access. That game is Trinity Fusion and uh got one of our team choice awards at PAX East at PAX East you could you can go back and listen to the thing you got to kind of switch back and forth between the three different characters you can go to these portals and kind of hop back and forth all cool stuff what the game actually does though is it in there's this whole story aspect to this that you don't get in that PAX East demo um uh and so you, you start off with, like, one specific character in this. I'm not going to say which one. I don't want to ruin the plot. You start off one specific character, and then you can you kind of make your way through the the initial level. But the hook is if you die right away – so, again, this is a platformer roguelike. The worlds are kind of being procedurally generated, blah, blah, blah um, action-based. Uh, the hook is you kind of want to die because then you get sent to the hub, and the hub is where you start to really find out about the story. You find out What's about the, the – hub- religious- the hub, it's like the central world. You find out at the story. You find you're able to kind of make your way around uh, the um, the aspects of the game. It's where you kind of learn some of the the, the details that get you through. But you, again, you only get that by sort of dying in your first initial run, and then you get back, you know, get back to that first run, and you go back through it. and You've kind of figured out enough things. You started to expand your character and make them stronger every, you know, through every run that you go through. You open up different sections, like there's a there's this the main area, then there's an overworld, then there's like deserts, and then you get to like the whole next level, then you go through those, you get the next level, and then you can start to hop back and forth. So there's this cool Metroidvania-ish aspect of it, which again wasn't in that PAX preview, but works really well here. So the game's in early access. Um it, I don't think it needs yeah. a ton of tuning. Uh, really the only issue that I, that I have with this is that the difficulty spike when you get through, so, uh, you kind of gain levels, you gain experience, gain levels, your character gets stronger, your attacks get stronger, your weapons, you can kind of open up and unlock and advance, you know, uh, improve your weapons, your swords and that kind of stuff as you go along. You clear one stage of uh, one section of the, of this specific world, let's say you go to the next section. And all of a sudden, the enemies are like ten times stronger than they were in the previous Uh. one. Yeah, and so that tuning really, I think, is what they need to spend their time on in the early access, the access point. But um, so you do die a lot just building up your character and building up the back end stuff, so that those those later runs become become better. And so um, apart from that, I. I really like this game. it is it's so finely tuned the physics work really well the jumps are awesome the animations great uh it controls exactly how I want a game to like this to control like um it feels like metroid dread uh <clears throat> which i think is a, a big like positive in in how you control a, how you control a game because metroid dread i mean it, it controlled really well. we all love that game uh, for the most part. Um, and this feels like it. And it feels like it, but you're kind of split among these three different worlds, and then you can start to bring your characters in between the different worlds, start fusing different aspects, uh, and it works. And it works really well. And if you're a fan of Metroid Dread and you would love to to check out a more procedurally randomized, fresh playthrough each time, I think this starts to really hit, you know, scratch that itch. And I couldn't figure out why I was liking this game so much until the Metroid Prime stuff popped in. Cause then you get into like these, you'll get into these rooms where you have like seven, eight enemies just start popping up and you've got to kind of bounce around the rooms and start to like position yourself and do certain things and drop bombs here and then run the other side and power up your weapon and slide across. And uh, it just works. It works so well uh, from that standpoint. Yeah. I mean, uh, Trinity fusion is great. It's um, I'm, I'm really digging it and I'm, I'm like, I've gotten through the overall majority of this game, uh, without like ripping my hair out, whatever hair I have left without ripping my hair out. And then you get to kind of the end game portion. Yeah, you get to the end game portion. And, um, again, it's that spike that difficulty spike where you're like, crap, I've got to go back and build certain things up that I didn't really want to want to rebuild, but I have to. So again, I think those are the little aspects that, that, uh, need to be adjusted here but again it's 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 solid like it, it there's a, these are minor qualms that i think are balance issues that can be worked out so yeah trinity fusion is a blast um really i've played it almost exclusively on the steam deck and it's a perfect steam deck game like it's the kind of game that <clears throat> <Another coughs> lion one. bed yeah another one oh, no. another one uh, you lie in bed, you play it and, it, and it works. It works great. So yeah, Trinity Fusion, good. We made a good choice, giving it the Team Choice Award. It was, uh, <laughs> it was right. But now I'm going to get to a game that <clears throat> someone on staff uh, kept calling it poopy, poopy. This game is poopy. It's bad. It's poopy, and nobody, <laughs> wanted to re- nobody, uh, could you guys? Do you guys know who? who that that? Nobody wanted to review this game. So I'm like, well, crap. I'm going to go ahead and review this game because. I'm the only one that's going to review this. Uh, and I we need to review The code has been sitting there, so F it. I'll review it. Um, boy, was I happy that I reviewed this game. Because e. Cassette Beasts right now is my favorite game of the year. <laughs> Cassette Beasts is...
2: There's no, there's no way that I said... Uh, there's no way I had any opinion about this game.
0: No, it's so fucking... Perfect in what I'm looking for as a <laughs> Pokemon player that doesn't like Pokemon, um, but loves classic JR like turn-based JRPGs. Yeah, it's still it um, still
3: looks still looks poopy, dude. I didn't say that. It's it I, don't, I, don't, I don't care what you're here,
0: Mister Negative. Um, this game this game's phenomenal. There's so much heart in this game. Okay, I'm pulling up my notes right now, which are on my phone. I have like the super long. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> so you star as this character who appears on this island just like classic JRPGs, right? Um you wake up on this uh, on the shores of this island, no idea how you got there. Everybody you talk to says, hey, don't worry about like one of my favorite lines in this is um don't worry about how this how this works. It just works. Just enjoy it, which I'm like, that's freaking that's awesome. So don't worry about the back end. We don't don't you don't understand how these how this works. Just enjoy the game. Uh so you wake up on this island. Everybody else has woken up on this island like over the last several hundred years. And they don't know how they got there, and nobody's been able to leave. So they said, let's build up this town and all live together in harmony. <clears throat> you have people from different eras in this. So it's like you have someone very modern, someone from like, you know, uh, uh, medieval Europe, and you got like J- Japan, you got people from around the world. And it's, because the people want to, you know, the characters want to make everybody sort of feel at home. They let them dress the way they do, which is kind of a cool conceit for the developers to say we just wanted to throw a bunch of cool assets together and and try a diff- bunch of different costumes. So that's the way to do it. But uh, essentially, how this game functions is it plays like Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow. Uh, you can kind of see the visuals there, um, mixed with uh, like old Final, like Final Fantasy IV. Um, and mixed with Link's Awakening, because it has all those kind of jammed together. Gorgeous visuals. Like, when you're playing it, it's just, I hate to say buttery smooth, because so cliche, but it's a buttery smooth 60 FPS. Like, the visual style is essentially, like, looking at these little pixel cutouts that are walking on this... Uh, um, uh, like what, I, what they call that shift the tilt shift worlds right with the camera angles where the back is like blurrier but they add this little like fog in some areas uh which gives you like this early morning feel but then that fog disappears because there's like nighttime rolls in so there's like different night and day aspects and visually it, it's just it's so welcoming from a from that visual aspect so all right <clears throat> um uh The whole premise of this game is you can you can get this party of characters it's not necessarily an open world but there are tons of huge quests and places you can go to it's open world ish uh you can get your party of a bunch of different characters everybody has their own little quests you go around capturing these creatures everything's music based and um so you capture the creatures you turn them into cassettes and you drop them in your walkman and then you put your headphones on and you become like, there you go. You become the beast, right? That you captured. Now, <clears throat> the awesome aspect of that is you level up. Your character levels up. The beast doesn't, not unlike Pokemon, the beasts don't actually, the monsters don't level up. Which means.
2: It means I Pokemon, hate this. It's yeah. terrible.
0: No, in Pokemon, if you level up your character, if you level up your your Mon, you're kind of stuck with like, well, shit, I have a level 70, so-and-so, I'm not going to pair it with like two level 13s or something. It's like, I don't play that way. If I get my character, my my monsters leveled up, I stick with them. In this game, because you're leveling up, whatever monster you bring in adapts to that level. So it really allows you to experiment with all the different monsters, Um, and then things get really cool because i think a few years ago the developer of this was like hey i came up with this cool idea where i can take these different monsters and it like procedurally fuses aspects of them together to create these new beasts well that's what, that's what this game is it'll take like a tail of one monster you can fuse your mon- two monsters together it'll take like aspects of one monster and jam it to aspects of the other and you can sometimes get these really hideous monsters and abilities and sometimes you get some that are, like, really cute. But you never know what you're going to get, which I think is really cool. <clears throat> and it really, like, you don't become, like, super attached to the these these monsters because of that, right? So it really, like, it, it encourages you to experiment and develop your your team and your monsters and all that kind of stuff. And I think that's really neat. And I think that's, that's something that I don't get from Pokemon games because – my goal in a Pokemon game is to hunt down every single individual monster. And that once I fill out my Pokedex, I'm done. I'm never playing this game again. With a game like this, I can collect a bunch of monsters, and then I start fusing fusing them together. And then next thing I know, I'm like, oh, I found a new monster with new body parts and new abilities. I'm going to fuse that in there, and I'll get something different every time I do it. And it's so refreshing. And, uh, yeah, I love Monster Cruelty, as the people, you know, people say. Um, It's so refreshing. And it's so it's kind of joyful in that aspect that it really makes me, um, l- like it rekindles my love of monster hunting and like Pokemoning in a way. And I think that to me is is awesome because again, I've been playing all of latest Pokemon's and it's like, all right, go collect monsters and fight raids and blah 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 That's it. Done. Story's over with. It's in a school this time. Yada yada. With this, like I said, because it captures. The those classic the, the aspects of those those games that I loved early on, um, it hits perfectly. And I think it's like if you're someone in your 30s or 40s who grew up with the original Pokemon and you kind of shied away because they haven't evolved um, over the years, something, <laughs> something like this <clears throat> nails it. Because again, it it activates like oh shit, Zelda's in this, Pokemon's in this, Final Fantasy's. But I, I want Dragon to be
1: but I want to be friends with the monsters. I don't yeah. want procedurally generated uh, monsters. Gengar uh, and, and, is my friend. and He's big and strong. There you go.
0: Uh, but you can make your own monsters. So I think there's uh, there's so much originality and heartness. And one it's of the other really NFTs
1: cool... work. You're just playing yeah, right. an NFT game. There
0: you go. No, <laughs> um, uh, there's so much like love that this game is oozing. Uh, it's esoteric, but. Uh, the mm-hmm. music side of it because there's a whole big music aspect. Obviously, cassette beasts are stuck in cassettes again. They're, they tell you, don't worry why this works or how it works, just go with the flow. So, um, you pop your cassette, uh, in your battles are basically like a walkman, so there's like play, pause, stop, record, and each of those are related to the different like motions and stuff you can do and actions you can do in battles. I think that's really cool. Play, obviously, is attack, pause, stop. Like, let's see, flip out different animals or monsters and stuff. Um, and then during these battles, because you have a team of people on your side in your party, <clears throat> each of them can have their own skill sets, their own monsters and that kind of stuff. Um, and you essentially have two life bars. Like, you have the monster life bar, which I think is in red, and you have your own personal one, which is green. And when the monster life bar gets knocked out, then you... Will then it goes back to you, and you got to kind of choose a new monster to to put in there before your life bar gets knocked down. So, um, I think that aspect is really cool. Uh, and yeah, it Pokemon games feel like work, you're going out to hunt to like capture these monsters. Nothing in this game feels like work, like this game feels like exploration and fun. And it's like, I really want to go back. I've, I'm like, again, this other game where I'm right at the end game, there are moments in this where some of these quests have been so touching that not that they brought a tear to my eye or anything like that, but I'm like, Oh shit. That was a really honest and earnest, um, resolution to this character's story arc. And I'm like, wow, that was, that's more than satisfying. Like that, there are aspects that will like stick with me from this game. And it's not a long game. It's like, I don't know. It's like a shorter game. I don't know. I, I'm not exact. i have to take a look at how many hours i put into it, but, um, it's pretty affordable too. Uh, but great visuals uh it's moody uh moody pixels which is kind of what i'm what i'm what i call it um and then the music is just phenomenal there are like vocals in the music in the overworld in a lot of aspects and you kind of just want to sit and listen to the music and that's what i did for like once i cleared out the first like two major areas and took away some of the bosses um they're like mini bosses and like trains and other shit that you can do mines But once I cleared out, like, a few of the first uh, major bosses, like, I just stopped and just listened to the soundtrack in the overworld because it was so freaking nice and calming to hear vocals in a game. And, oh, God, I'm in love with this game. Um, It's the Ted Lasso of Monster Ranching uh, RPGs. um, And uh, I I can't... uh, uh, I just uh, there's just so much so so much greatness in this game. I will say the only annoyance I have is um, when you're walking around like the act the action button when you just kind of walk around in the overworld and in towns and stuff to interact with something you press X like if you're talking to someone or whatever. But then to advance any of the text that's it, that pops up you hit A so it's like you have to kind of and then the back out you hit B so you're kind of finger fumbling a little bit. So I think that the uh, you know, some of the controls need a little work, but I'll have to see if I can remap some of this stuff. But, like, the base controls have you kind of pushing the wrong buttons, or at least it feels like in a way. But I I love this game. Um, if you're a child of the uh, 80s and 90s, and maybe even the early 2000s with RPGs and Pokemon uh, and Zelda, I think this game is just absolutely perfect uh, from that aspect. And, yeah, it is... Uh, Probably my favorite game that I've played in this this year so far. It's a short year so far, but man, I'm there's just so much to love. Like that, there it just created a cool, weird-looking beast with speakers for you know bass for arms. And I think that that's sub I think it's awesome. So yeah, cassette beast, man, so charming, so good. I cannot recommend this game highly enough. Um, it's on my short list. Love it.
2: Zach, are you ready to? and your official apology letter or
0: notes what's the deal? The notes app and doesn't play a game He just looks at the trailer and goes that's poopy. <laughs> Next. No, but um I can just tell you can just tell. No, uh it, there there's so much cuz so JJ you mentioned Meg's monster as sort of this uh you guys missed the conversation the last the last uh, week but um uh this has the for based on what you're telling me about Meg's monster this has a lot of the feel of um Oh, there's a human aspect to this story that is not, like, the game is not what you think it is. And then when you do realize what this game is, you're like, oh, shit. Okay, I get it. And it, like, increases your engagement with a lot of this stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I don't think I've praised a game, like, an indie game this much on the show before. But, man, fuck, dude. It's great. It's a great game. (laughs) Charming as hell buy it when we get the succession of monsters that's what i want i want like a succession uh game where you're the monsters are all fighting for like who's running the ranch that would be badass who'd be shiv who'd be logan um but yeah that's what i've been playing uh surprisingly i'm i'm like becoming the because i'm the dad on side questing I have to eat all the scraps that none of y'all will eat and have to eat off your plate. So all these extra review codes. And I got like two other reviews that I'm playing. All these other review codes, I'm just like, fine, I'll just play this game, fine. And this is a case where this game was like, wow, well, holy shit. I'm kind of glad that I'm the dad in this case because I was not expecting that. I legit was not expecting to love this game as much as I did. That's You're it. Welcome. Two hours, yeah. um, one hour and forty-one minutes. If yeah. we're at right now, release me. We got uh, two weeks before Zelda shows up, and um, I, I have a I have a feel I have a feeling that we're gonna be.
1: Uh, it's gonna be a Final good talk,
0: show. It's gonna be a good show for like <laughs> three weeks, four weeks, <laughs> as we're talking about it, till uh, Final Fantasy shows up or something else. But. Um, Spider Man 2. Because <laughs> it's
2: what? It's on the 12th, right?
0: Yeah, it's the 12th, and yeah. then everything else is in June.
2: So we'll have I mean, five red days.
0: Red ball. Yeah.
2: We'll have five days before we talk about it on the first episode. Yeah.
0: We may have to do a special that night. <laughs> Just like, oh my
2: God. Like, hey, absolutely not. You're going to cut
1: into my Zelda time.
2: Hell no, yeah, you're right, not yeah. talking to be be me be, that <laughs> night.
1: You're
0: not talking to me. <laughs> uh, Good you can find us at sidequesting.com discord is where we love to be where you can count with us in the discord we're up into the 70s now and it's kind of cool and therapeutic um uh sidequesting tv on youtube and on twitch zach just posted 76 i got the notification thank you zach um we're actually gonna try to get this sucker to 100 by the end of the weekend uh and uh, at side questing on whatever the social media network of your choice is, um, go there. You can find us individually at Dolly Demosky, at OKQuest, at V underscore double underscore J, at Taylor Bliss. Again, Discord, 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 find us there. Finally, we are on every podcast service out there. I think I'm going to get us on the SoundCloud here shortly anyways, if we're not there already. <clears throat> Rate, review us if you're watching this on YouTube like hit that like button if you're watching this on twitch hit a like or a thumbs up or whatever you do on twitch use your uh, use your prime subscription on it oh my
4: god <laughs> imagine
0: that that shit helps uh getting us drop aware, a primer how we get these that's how we get codes and stuff because you... people realize that folks are watching our show that's always helpful um with that we're gonna let you go and have yourselves a nice evening or day if you're watching this at, that's not uh on a Wednesday night at eleven yeah. o'clock. We love yes. you.
1: You're so you're a sociopath that is watching the VOD of this. Yes.
0: <laughs> that's all right. Surprisingly, we get people that watch the VOD of this afterwards. That's where most of our views come from. I
2: don't believe it. Yes,
0: yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you everybody again for joining us we love you. It's it's good. You now